Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the ability to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike Lepree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 95 of Screwball, and this is our sixth and final part to our all-time teams lists. We are finishing with the NL West and subsequently ending our uh, off-season for Screwball and hopefully getting towards the start of baseball once the, you know, once the CBA negotiations pick up, hopefully soon. But yes, this is the last part of our all-times uh, all-time team list, and we will start our week-by-week show uh, after this week, so no more uh, week off and every other week episodes. So for the uninitiated, if you haven't listened thus far into the series, and this is for some reason this is the first one you're jumping into, we kind of have been doing a full position, a rundown of each team in a division. So we've been doing, you know, uh, nine fielders and a DH plus a pitching staff and relievers and some honorable mentions to a team and just kind of going over who the best players to play uh, for each team in a division were. Um, so with that being said, let's jump into the to the NL West, kind of like how we have been doing each week. And the first team we're going to talk about here is the Diamondbacks. So again, like, like the weeks prior, I'm going to start at the catching position for the best all-time catcher. And for me at the Diamondbacks, I have Miguel Montero as the all-time best catcher at first base, Paul Goldschmidt, second base, Jay Bell, third base, Mark Reynolds, shortstop, Craig Council, in the three outfield positions in no particular positioning, uh, Luis Gonzalez, Steve Finley, and A.J. Pollock. And then as for DH, I have David Peralta. For the pitching staff, I have Randy Johnson, Brandon Webb, Dan Heron, Kurt Schilling, and Zach Granke. Uh, for the two relievers, I have Byung Hyung Kim and Brad Ziegler. As for the honorable mentions, I have Patrick Corbin, Jose Valverde, Ketel Marte, Orlando Hudson, Gerardo Parra, and Nick Ahmed. So, um, you know, a little bit newer expansion team, kind of like how we've talked about with other teams. There's a lot of familiar names here. A lot of guys that uh, recent MLB fans have would have watched. Uh, Frank and I kind of saying how you know, a lot of these guys are guys we watched and remember pretty fondly. So, so that's kind of how the Diamondbacks are shaking out for me. Um, a lot of recent names, obviously, um, Diamondbacks had success about 20 years ago at this point, they had big success in the one world series and around that time. So you see a lot of names also from those, from those times. So, um, yeah, I don't know what your, uh, Diamondbacks list is looking like, but, um, definitely more, you can definitely tell it's a recent expansion team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, from my list here, a lot of the players are very similar and pretty much in the same spots as you had them. So, you know, I got Miguel Montero at catcher, uh, Paul Goldsmith at first, Orlando Hudson second, Mark Reynolds at third, Stephen Drew at short, in the outfield, Luis Gonzalez, Steve Finley, and Justin Upton, DH Matt Williams. Uh, starting pitching wise, I have uh, Randy Johnson, of course, uh, Kurt Schilling, they go hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Webb, Dan Heron, and Zach Greinke. Relievers-wise, i got Brad Ziegler and Bung Hum Kim, as you mentioned. On the bench, honorable mention, guys, i got Tony Tony Womack, uh, A.J. Pollock, Chris Young, 
outfielder Chris Young, uh, David Peralta, Patrick Corbin, and J.J. Putz. So that's kind of uh, my guys. And again, uh, I don't think there might be you know one or two guys in this list that I don't actually remember watching play too much, and it might be like Steve Finley or Matt Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise I've watched every single one of these guys play at some point. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of same here. I I pretty much remember, you know, and some of these guys, you know, like Paul Goldschmidt, David Peralta, AJ Pollock, these guys are still active. So you know, you could yeah. go. They may not be, you know, some some of these guys still aren't with the Diamondbacks, but you know, for example, David Peralta, you can still go watch him on the Diamondbacks. So you know, it's pretty cool. But again, it's in you know, they're more recent team. It just is what it is. We've gone over you know all the other teams in the past that are like that so but still actually a pretty good you know pretty good roster overall you know when you have a championship under your belt you at least have the championship guys plus some more yeah especially some pitching they have definitely mm-hmm. have some really good pitching randy johnson kurt schilling and then zach Rinky and brandon webb yeah <laughs> just randy johnson kurt schilling that you know, that'll do you good you yeah. know what i mean so uh yeah definitely pretty good the next team we're going to talk about is kind of the same way uh, a lot of recent recent names um have had more recent success as far as like within the last uh, you know, since since 2000, I'd say. Uh, but that is the Colorado Rockies are the second team we're going to talk about. So to start the same way, the all-time catcher I have for the Rockies is Jeff Reed. At first base, I have Todd Helton. Second base, I have DJ LeMahieu. Third base, Nolan Arenado. Shortstop, Troy Tulowitzki. Uh, three outfielders are Larry Walker, Matt Holliday, and Charlie Blackman. At DH, I have Dante Bichette. As for the starting pitching rotation, I have Ubaldo Jimenez, uh, Aaron Cook, Jeff Francis, Jorge De La Rosa, and Herman Marquez. The two relievers are Brian Fuentes and Rafael Betancourt. Some honorable mentions include Carlos Gonzalez, uh, Adam Ottavino, Kyle Freeland, Vinny Castilla, Trevor Story, and Chris Iannetta. So again, you know, guys that are still active, well, you know, there's quite a few of these guys that are still active, maybe not with the Rockies, but they're still around. So uh, it's kind of similar situation to the Dimebacks. These are a lot of familiar names here. If you're, a, you know, if you have watched baseball within the last five to ten years, you pretty much know a lot of these guys. Yeah. You know, so whether on the whether on the Rockies or not, you know them yeah. to some degree. <clears throat> yeah, and my list is very similar. Um, catching Jeff Reed, first base Todd Helton, the hopefully soon to be Hall of Fame Todd Helton, uh, second base DJ LeMayu, third base Arenado, shortstop Tulowitzki, in the outfield Larry Walker, Matt Holliday, and Charlie Blackman, uh, DH Andres Galarraga. Uh, starting pitching wise, Ubaldo, Ubaldo Jimenez, Julius Shashim, Jeff Francis, Aaron Cook, and Jorge De La Rosa. Um, the bullpen: Brian Fuentes and Steve Reed. And then some bench honorable mention guys: I got Carlos, Gonza- uh, Carlos Gonzalez, uh, Vinny Castilla, Dante Bichette, Ellis Burks, Kyle Freeland, and Adam Ottavino. So very similar lists. They've had some teams. They went to the World Series in 07 with like a 20. Four and four run or something like that down the stretch, right? Definitely some players, Larry Walker, recent Hall of Famer, Todd Helton, soon to be, hopefully, and guys like uh, Matt Lada had great careers and uh, Arenado working on a Hall of Fame career. You know, they definitely had some good teams, just not the sustained success, and could be with their dislocation and some of the you know mantra around that team and the way they play. Could be why they don't have sustained success, but they do have some good years. They went to the wild card a couple years ago, beat the Cubs, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely have some good talent and some decent teams. Just can't really sustain success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just is what it is. Um, you know, those two teams right in the row, Diamondbacks, Rockies. It's just, uh, you know, you, 
there's not many places for you to go when you're trying to pick a franchise list for them. You know, there's really not many other options. And, you know, they're both teams right now kind of at the cellar of the NL West, and they're going to have a, you know, kind of a hard time. Dodgers, Padres, and for some reason the Giants last year had such competitive teams. You know, they're going to have a a little bit of a building, you know, time building a new roster to be able to compete, you know, at the higher level. So, and hopefully the window opens for them as far as competition with the other teams. You know, Dodgers' window starts to close. All of a sudden, the Giants aren't quite as good. Uh, yeah. They're 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 come back down to earth, you know. So, I'm looking Giants um, window. I don't know how it was ever open again. But. <laughs> yeah, that just seemed to happen. So, but, uh, um, yeah, you never know. Uh, Diamondbacks, you know, they they both both those teams have some have some potential, and we'll go over that into our weeks to come. But yeah. um, you know, with this division, we're gonna start getting into this, at least two of the next three teams that really have some super legendary talent. Yeah, and have definitely had some definitely have some World Series under their belt, you know. Okay. So. Uh, with that, the next team we're going to talk about are the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, one of the teams, Frank just mentioned, has a lot of history, a lot of winning, and definitely can, you know, some players that take you back to, you know, older baseball. So at the catching position, the all-time catcher I have for the Dodgers is Roy Campanella. At first base, Steve Garvey. Second base, Jackie Robinson. Third base, Ron C. Uh, shortstop, Pee Wee Reese. Uh, in the three outfield positions, I have Duke Snyder. Gil Hodges and Zach Wheat. At DH, I have Maury Wills. Uh, my starting rotation is Sandy Koufax, Clayton Kershaw, Don Drysdale, Dazzy Vance, and Oral Hershiser. Uh, the two relievers I have are Kenley Jansen and Eric Gagne. And then for some honorable mentions, I have Clem, Clem Labine, Don Sutton, Mike Piazza, Davey Lopes, Justin Turner, and Willie Davis. So... A little bit different lists from Diamondbacks and Rockies. Some definitely older guys on there, but there's still some some newer guys too. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, my list is very similar. I mean, there is some a decent amount of differences, at least on you know on the bench side. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of these players are obviously very similar. Uh, Roy Campanella, catcher, first base Steve Garvey, second base Jackie Robinson, third base Pedro Guerrero, shortstop Pee Wee Reese, outfield Duke Snyder, outfielder Zach Wheat, outfield Dixie Walker, uh, DH I got Gil Hodges. Pitching wise, Sandy Koufax, Don Drysdale, Brandon Valzuena, Kershaw, Dazzy Vance, uh, relief pitchers. I got Eric Gagne and Kenley Jensen on the bench. Honorable mention: I got Ron C, Adrian Beltre, uh, Carl Farillo, uh, Jim Gilliam, Oral Hershiser, and Mike Marshall. Who I believe Mark Marshall was one of our trivia questions weeks and weeks and months ago with uh, winning, I believe, one Cy Young as a relief pitcher. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, definitely that's, worth mentioning that. Some, yes, that's one of the reasons I wanted to mention them there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, again, there's there's a lot of names here. I think uh, when you look at just their starting lineup, it's all older guys. And by older, you know, Duke Snyder, Pee Wee Reese, Jackie Robinson, all, you know, 40s, 50s guys, Roy Campanella, you know. A so, forgotten man, Roy Campanella, I feel like. Yeah, I think, and wasn't even, uh, wasn't Roy Campanella one of the uh, first black players too or or well, i think sure it was around exactly. that time like not i mean not first black but it was around the time when the door started opening for yeah right yeah, he's just um, a, a player that doesn't get really brought up too too much yeah you know, for a guy who was you know one of the better ones at his position at least pr- yeah he was damn good top 10 prop you know i think we had him on our top 10 catchers list right i i think we both did yeah yeah so. yeah so you know there's a lot of a lot of talent here and the pitching is fantastic. I mean, pitch the pitching rotation and the relieving, the relief core is just, you know, that's where I think you're you'd be seeing a lot of talent 
comparatively to the other teams, especially the next team we're going to talk about. So the next team we are going to talk about here is the San Diego Padres, uh, another team that's not quite as you know history as a team like the Dodgers in the division, but still has quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of talent on the roster. So at the catching position, the all-time catcher I have is Gene uh, Tennis. Uh, first base, I have Adrian Gonzalez. Second base, Don Money. Third base, Chase Headley. Shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, the three outfield positions I have is Dave Winfield, Tony Gwynn, and Gene Richards. And at DH, I have Brian Giles. As uh, for the starting pitching, I have Jake Peavy, Randy Jones, Eric Show, Ed Whitson, and Andy Ashby. Then the two relievers I have are Trevor Hoffman and Heath Bell. Uh, some honorable mentions I have are Gaylord Perry, Mark Davis, Ryan Klesko, Gary Templeton, Ken uh, Ken Community, and Phil Nevin. So, um, good relief core, for sure. Um, you have Trevor Hoffman's one of the best. And, you know, you got some – your outfield's pretty sick with Winfield and Gwynn. Yeah. But uh, you know the starting pitching, I think, suffers a little bit when sure. you look at when you look at the Padres. You know, sure, I think sure. that's immediately noticeable. Yeah, um, Padres obviously not too too much success over their 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 history, but um, some of these names obviously very similar uh, lists here. Um, a catcher I got Benito Santiago, first base Adrian Gonzalez, who just recently re- announced his official retirement. Um, second base Mark Loretta, third base Chase Headley, shortstop Gary Templeton, outfield Dave Winfield, Tony Gwynn, of course. Mr. Padre, uh, Brian Giles is the other outfielder I have. Very good career too. If you want to look him up, uh, DH Ryan Klesko, shortstop Jake P. Pe- uh, shortstop starting pitcher Jake Peavy, <laughs> maybe shortstop. Maybe who knows? Uh, <laughs> starting pitcher uh, Andy Ashby, Randy Jones, Andy Beanies or Benez, and Eric Show, and relief pitchers like a Trevor Hoffman and Goose Goose Gossage. On the bench, honorable mention guys. However you want to kind of go about it. I got Ken Kaminity. Gene Richards, Phil Nevin, who Phil Nevin obviously has, you know, his name, one of the first overall picks, right? Top picks, one of them. I think so, the top, yeah. Picked over Jeter, mm-hmm. he's a coach now. So he kind of, you know, I don't know, got a bad bad rep because he didn't have, you know, his career was okay. wasn't bad, that's for sure. Just, you know, when he got drafted before Jeter, that's kind of all they talked about, right? But I thought yeah. Phil Nevin had just a, a decent, you know, major league career. Yeah, um, worth mentioning for sure. Yeah, uh, some other guys here: Nate Colbert, uh, Bruce Hurst, Heath Bell, and uh, that's that's pretty much it. Like you mentioned, um, the team is is definitely some strengths, some legends: Dave Winfield, Tony Gwynn, of course. Uh, even Adrian Gonzalez had a very very good career. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Peavy it wasn't for um, you know serious shoulder problems. The guy has you know a great career. Mm-hmm. Coming off, of, coming out of the end of the steroid era, and in a strong division, I mean, I think he had some really good numbers. Um, so yeah. there's definitely some good players here. Just obviously can't really compete too much with the tops of his uh, franchise list. Um, they definitely compete with the other three teams. You know, the, well, the other two teams, Rockies and Diamondbacks, they're, they're more in that range. And then you have two just upper echelon teams with the you know with the Dodgers and. You know, we're about to go into the Giants. Those teams are just two of the legendary uh, franchise in all sports and long, you know, long-lasting success, at least some sort of success. Right. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I think that we're going to get into the Giants in a sec here. It's kind of hard to hard to beat this team. Yeah, it, Giants. You know. I you know, if we had to take a top five mm. like, of franchises, I you know, 
they're probably pretty close to being in the top five, if not top five. Yeah. You know, with the Yankees and, and Boston, Oakland, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. And then you can really put the Giants, uh, you know, right there. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, they – because, you know, the rest of the division, you know, you have Diamondbacks, Rockies, similar, you know, kind of more of an expansion team, newer. Um, Padres haven't really had quite the success they had hoped for. Dodgers obviously have a lot of talent, in, you know, over their years of winning. And then you you come to the Giants, or it's like every position is ridiculous. Like, I mean, down to the pitching is, is like, you know. Yeah, the um, weakest thing is probably their relief core, which is kind of how most teams are. You just don't really have long-lasting legendary relief pitchers yeah for your franchise sure for a league wise it just doesn't really happen too much some teams do a couple right but overall their team is arguably the best outfield crew right one of them and probably. so the pitcher we're going to get into is probably arguably one of the best pitching staffs so, yeah hard to compete with yeah it's just it's just it's tough when you got a team like that i mean they're gonna they can, you put them against almost anybody yeah i mean so just to just to get in it without uh teasing it ever you know further is uh the Giants, uh, as far as the all-time team goes, starting at catching, I have Buster Posey as the all-time catcher at first base, Willie McCovey, second base, Jeff Kent, third base, Matt Williams, shortstop, George Davis, old, old player, and the three outfield positions, Willie Mays, Barry Bonds, and Mel Ott, pretty good. Not bad. Uh, DH, I have George Burns, and as far as the starting pitching, I have Christy Mathewson, Juan Marichal, Carl Hubble, uh, Gaylord Perry, and Freddie Fitzsimmons. Then the two relievers I have are Rob Nen and Gary Lavelle. As for honorable mentions, I have Sergio Romo, Johnny Antonelli, Bobby Thompson, Roger Connor, Larry Doyle, Frankie Frisch, and Will Clark. So even the, you know, even the honorable mentions, there's names like, like Will Clark, Frankie Frisch, you know, Bobby Thompson. I mean, the, you know, yeah. some, even just the, the, the bench guys are, you know, guys you got to worry about, you know, if you were having to face them as a team. So, I just think that the Giants just in this division just are on just another level. Yeah. You know, they're just so good. Yeah, and, um, you know, my list is very similar. You know, most of the time these lists are, are – they have to be similar, you know, if you're just being smart and picking the right people, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, with the Giants, Buster Posey, <clears throat> who obviously announced his retirement this year, uh, William McCovey stretch, uh, one of the best first basemen of all time, uh, power hitter. There's not much so – you, you know, just, just, just not much – that he didn't have go his way, right? Uh, yeah. He was a great player. Uh, I love Willie McCovey. Uh, he was great for the city, surrounding area. Um, McCovey Cove, right? His lasting impact. Yep. So, uh, Willie McCovey at first base. Second base, Jeff Kent. One of the best second basemen. Maybe we'll see him get in the Hall of Fame here in the next nice, couple of years. Yeah. Third base, Matt Williams. Uh, shortstop, George Davis. We had him. Talked about Kit about him weeks and months ago. Months and months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Brought him up. I think he was a three forty six career hitter. Mm-hmm. No one ever even talks about the guy. He was 1880s and stuff, and he's just, his stats are nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3,000 hits, I think. I think he ended up having, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. He was at least close if he yeah. didn't, you know. Uh, in the outfield, Willie Mays, Barry Bonds, Mel Ott. Uh, you know, <laughs> pick your worst one. Yeah. Because if you're going to tell me that Mel Ott is my worst outfielder, you can make the the point that he's your best outfielder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with the other two guys. So that's that's a strong outfield. Sure. Uh, DH, Orlando Cepeda, the strong man right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pitching-wise, Christy Matheson, one of the best of all time. Juan Marichal, Gaylord Perry. Right there you have three just completely different types of pitchers. Gaylord Perry, just 
crazy, giving you just different pitches and touching his hat and going nuts all the time. Mm-hmm. Juan Marichal winded it up going crazy and whipping it in there. And Christy Matthews with the old delivery, he had no idea if it was hard or not because we don't know. It was from the 1900s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was pitching every day. So three different, way different types of pitchers right there off the rip there. Yep. Um, the other two starting pitchers I have, Carl Hubble and Madison Bumgarner. Uh, relief pitchers Rob Nen and Gary Lavelli. Um, and then bench honorable mention guys, Daryl Evans, Will Clark, who had a great career, great first baseman, um, Art Fletcher, Bobby Bonds, um, Joe McGinty, and Rod Beck. Those are some guys I have on the bench there. Um, and like you said, this team is one of the best. Outfield-wise, is definitely one of the strongest outfields you're going to see. And pitching-wise, is one of the strongest pitching rotations um, that we've talked about. Um, but that's just the longevity playing in New York and being around for 100 years and going to San Francisco and having, you know, not really too much championship success, mm-hmm. right? They haven't won a bunch, bunch championships-wise. I mean, obviously, more recently, they won three in, what, six years, right? Yeah. Uh, in the playoffs quite a bit. But, like, overall, sustainable World Series championship success has not been all that much. But the team's always been pretty good, competitive, in the race, in the hunt, all the time. Um, and with some super... Super talent, you know, went to the World Series in what was it, 01, 02. 02, yeah. They lost to the, the, the Angels there, you know, won a bunch in the, in the 10s, 2010s. Uh, so more recent success, but over the, you know, the previous 100 years before that, they were still very good, just couldn't quite win a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, most recently they probably, you could say, are the most recent dynasty, um, even though they weren't like a back-to-back winner. They won three of essentially three of five because they won in 10, 12, and 14, losing in 11 and 12 or 11 and 13. So that's impressive for the modern day of baseball, even though the, the roster wasn't exactly the same as the roster changes every year. But um, for recent success, you know, they're one of the more recent what you could call a dynasty. Um, they had plenty of success uh, rivaling, you know, with the Dodgers. Um, they had plenty of success there. Like you said, they made the World Series in 02, so they had some sex- success there with Barry Bonds, even just let alone having, you know, the the guy who holds the record for most home runs in a season and for a career with an asterisk next to it. <laughs> but still, you know, it, to bring attention to your team. So, you know, the Giants have definitely had quite a few of the greats come across their, you know, their roster, especially, I mean, you look, look at Willie Mays. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, so the, the greatest living legend, right? Yeah, I mean, at this point, yeah, definitely. Uh, so you know, I, I just think that they stand so far ahead of the rest of the division as far as an all-time team. I think the Dodgers are the only one that really come close, and even them, uh, if it wasn't for their starting pitching, is a little bit. You know, they're a little. Uh, not hit with these guys. No, that's the thing. You know, because um, you look at this lineup, and who do you pitch to? Matt Williams or Buster Posey is the bottom of your lineup. Yeah. Because, you know, Willie Mays and McCovey and Bonds are in the middle. George Davis, a 346 hitter, so I imagine he's probably going to lead off, right? So yeah, you'd like to think, yeah. I think Posey or somebody like that is at the bottom of your lineup. Yeah. One of the better hitting catchers of recent memory is at the bottom yeah. of your lineup. And then Christy Matheson, Juan Marichal, and Gaylord Perry are coming out. Mm-hmm. Just whipping the ball in, that, in there. Uh, I mean, they're just... It's <laughs> Pretty nuts. good. So... Yeah, that's um, a great stadium. <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah. I hope we can we can get out there and see it, you know, soon. I would really like to. I I did. I was in San Francisco, so I saw it from the outside. It even looked nice from the outside. So, yeah. hopefully, we can make it out there and see a game there. Even even hell, you know, all of them. San Diego, I'd love to go to. L.A., you know, Arizona, all of it. So Colorado, 
but yeah, the the Giants just just to me just stand to stand above, you know, as far as a franchise team. Obviously, the Dodgers have had the most recent success of the of the bunch as far as the last uh, what you know six seven years. Even though they've only won World Series one World Series, they're always there. So if you want to make that argument, they've had the recent success. But you know, Giants are. You know, I, I wouldn't say that they have, like, an open window or anything. I don't know really where they stand. I still, at the end of the day, kind of thought they were a, a 500 team last year, and here they were winning, what, 105 games? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we'll obviously, like you know, like Frank said earlier, we'll get more into the, the, the current day predictions with the coming weeks. But for now, you know, franchise-wise, uh, Giants are, out of the 30 franchises we ranked, got to be up there. Yeah, they're definitely, you know, right there pushing the top five. You know, if I had to take a guess at my, my number one, I'm probably taking the Cardinals just because of their overall ability and depth. Obviously, then maybe number two is maybe the Yankees because they're just dominance on the offensive side mm-hmm. of the ball. And then, and then you're probably talking A's. That's probably your top three. And then your Giants, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's other teams that had some real <laughs> Reds, yeah. Detroit, Red Pittsburgh. Sox. Red Sox, just some Braves, yeah, even Atlanta. A little bit more of recent players from Atlanta, but still some legends. So, if I had to take a top three, I'm probably taking Cardinals, Yankees, and probably A's, but then probably Giants right there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Red Sox and those teams right. I mean, right there, pushing yeah. there next. You know, for sure. Uh, you know, I mean, offensively, you, you like you like your chances with the Yankees and the Red Sox, but um, if you talk about full package pitching and all, you know you're not really looking quite at the Yankees because of the pitching. Uh, Red Sox have definitely had some guys come through, but the Cardinals had quite the pitching staff, and the Giants here have quite the pitching staff. So I'd say, you know, probably Cardinals. You you, you got to toss up Cardinals, Yankees, Giants, and uh, Red Sox, and A's. I think that's kind of where you got to yeah, toss the up the teams. A's, and then it comes down to personal preference at that point. Yeah, the A's too. Just, just it's got pitching and offense. Mm-hmm. Um, in depth. I mean, I think you could put the Giants as high as really, you know, you could probably put them as high as one. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily think that you're crazy for that, you know. Yeah, I would say they're definitely top five. I think I would have them probably, you know, more in a, like I said, more in a four or five range, maybe three range, you know, I think. I think mm. Cardinals, you know, one, Yankees two, and then, you know, A's, Giants, you could probably interchange them and, and go from there. So, but yeah, there's obviously some real great teams with some you know this is just brings up a lot a lot of legends and then some guys who are really good for just their franchise or their team they played for and had good careers that you don't ever talk about or, or hear anyone talk about but this list kind of brings them to light you know yeah. um Benito Santiago and you know Jeff Reed you know is a small name guy mm-hmm. the Rockies there but you know um guys like that you don't ever really talk about or hear about but this was good to you know bring out bring them up yeah go into them so for sure the last bit though we have here is a trivia question, and out of the the five current NL West teams, the trivia question is, which player who predominantly spent their career with one of the current NL West teams was um, who who has the most saves out of a pitcher born in the state of New Jersey, and it is a player again who has spent most of his career predominantly in the NL West out of the NL West current teams, which are Diamondback, Rockies, Dodgers, Padres, Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, so which which player pitcher was born in New Jersey and has the most saves? Uh, why we picked New Jersey? That's where we're from, so that's why we went with. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the answer being Ron Peransky, he had 178 career saves. His career started in 1961 to 1973, 
and he played with the Dodgers from 61 to 67 and 72. So he played for the Dodgers for eight years, racked up 100 saves with the Dodgers, uh, born in Paris, New Jersey, April 1st, 1936, and debuted April 14th, 1961. So uh, I wanted to keep it, obviously, in the NL West. thought that was a different kind of trivia question that we've had in the past, mm-hmm. but also brings into our state, where we live, something close to us, while also touching base with the NL West. So I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of something something different there. You know, it's kind of cool to go look for your state and see which kind of what player and what people hold your records mm-hmm. for your for your state. You know, I'm sure some states, you know, California and Florida and Texas, you know, they have had many of many of players, but maybe some smaller states like the Dakotas, you know, West Virginia and stuff like that. I'm sure they're they're very surprising of what you get there. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. So I was, you know, able to to look through that, but that's our trivia question again. Which uh, player pitcher spent predominantly his career in the NL West holds the record for most saves out of a player born in the state of New Jersey? And the answer is Ron Pransky with 178 saves, and he played with the Dodgers for eight seasons out of his what 12, 12, 13 seasons, eight of them with the Dodgers. That's most of his career. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty good back then when relievers weren't quite as. Uh utilizes like they are now and felt as you know an importance to a team so uh that's pretty good and just for a, a kind of a stat where you're just looking for a guy from a certain state 100 saves it's pretty good and, and, yeah 178 saves and then just 100 just with the dodgers i think yeah. it's like fifth or sixth on the all-time dodgers saves list so i mean the guy had a good career he was you know a memorable part of the dodgers yeah and that was back too when you would have gotten a save probably pitching three innings more than likely so you know a lot of innings racking up and and pitching a, a third of the game essentially so um, yeah, pretty cool. I, I don't even know who the guy was truthfully before, you know, hearing the trivia question. So if you got that out there, either you're a big Dodgers fan or a big Jersey fan, or I don't know, or you just, I don't know, <laughs> just yeah. big baseball fan. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But yeah, I just want to switch it up for a trivia question. We haven't really had something like that. So I wanted to try to switch it up there. And I thought that was kind of surprising, especially you think, oh, maybe it's a newer guy from Jersey with saves or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 178 saves. Uh, from back then, I mean, that's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like Raleigh Fingers never in the Hall of Fame with, what, 300? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, 178, that's a good number. And 100 mm-hmm. with one team is quite the number. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if the way the current the way current baseball is, you have a good reliever come out of New Jersey that could break that record, you know, if they pitch for an, uh, an NLS team. But... That's just how current baseball is. Back then, it was a little bit harder to earn your saves. You know, you had to go out there and pitch three innings, and, you know, guys would be thrown out there every day. You know, so you really had to earn your, you know, earn your your saves there. Yeah, and you had complete games. Mm-hmm. Lots, yeah. 40 of them every year, you know, out of each guy. <laughs> yeah, now you see a complete game. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, the guys, you know. too. We led the league for three years. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, that's a trivia question, a little something different. Uh, definitely a harder one, for sure. But uh, overall, that's, that's all our franchises here. Like I said, we touched base on some of the greatest players who ever played the game and some guys that you might never even heard of. Yeah. And that was the excitement of doing this, um, especially with some of the smaller franchises, maybe like the Rockies, the Padres, Dimebacks, just from this episode, uh, Marlins in the past, uh, Nationals in the past, the Rays, you know, some teams like that where they're relatively newer or not as deep, the Mariners, even the Royals, a real mm-hmm. deep team. It was good to really get into them and see some of the players and some of your older players and see where you know where people stand. And then if you're a fan of that team, how important they were to you, even though people who are outside of the fandom don't really know who they are. 
Right. And that's what that, that's why this was was really good because you get to talk with the legends, but also talk with the small name guys in each franchise who really played, you know, a big part. And a lot of these guys, for one of the credentials I used was you know the years they're spent there, the, you know the, the the time they put in with this franchise. You know, a lot of these guys are eight, nine, ten, twelve years they spent with a franchise, and you know they had solid careers. Just you won't really talk about them unless you're a fan of that team or mm-hmm. that player or that division or whatever. Right. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool to talk about and then see how these teams stack up like the Giants and Yankees and Cardinals. I mean, they stack up with some of the greatest teams where you're having 20 legends off the roster. Yeah, which is pretty cool. But then you got a guy like, you know, some of these these teams like the Pirates, you know, great team, of course. You know, Don Money you had with the Dodgers. I had him with the Brewers. Yeah. That guy's on a team, you know, he's on possibly two rosters. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you got guys that you look at the Cardinals, and I got like guys like Scott Rowland who didn't quite make the the start lineup. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, Scott Rowland better than Don Money. Not wrong about Don Money, but yeah, yeah, right, right. But it's like he makes the cut essentially, you know. So mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of funny to see that there's some guys who are just complete legends or complete you know superstars who didn't make the cut, and then there's guys that you know you, you just don't you don't talk about ever. Yeah, it's not quite like ranking the the best players, and you kind of get to look at the top, you know. I don't know, you know, third 300 players of all time, you know, that is a, you're going to hear some names, but with this, it's kind of cool. Like, Oh, well second base set for the Tampa Bay Rays or, you know, one of those, we brought up, you know, you you don't talk about Julio Lugo, but then you got guys like, you know, some, some legends don't make the cut, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty funny that way. So that's kind of you know reason why, but you get to really take a deep dive in some of these franchises and see some names, see some stats, learn some things. Definitely learn some things going over this whole you know yeah. episodes. Definitely learned a lot of things. Um, even with that trivia question, learned you know with Doc Kramer, uh, and I was knew who he was. I didn't have no idea that his stats were quite that good over twenty seven hundred hits. Um, he's not in the Hall of Fame, but you know a guy that I I wouldn't be surprised to see get there someday. Mm-hmm. Um, so you learn things by, by doing research like this. So that was, you know, pretty cool. Um, and you see some names and you see some of these guys' cards, right? And mm-hmm. the show with that, you know, the video game coming out soon, um, being announced. You know, it's cool to see some of these cards, see where they came from, maybe see what year they're going to have a card or why they had a card that year. You know, why Matt Holiday had a card in, you know, seven or whatever. It's like, well, that's, well, that's why, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's just cool to go through and look. Um, so it was, it was a cool segment and a little different a little bit more a uh, subsection of last year where we just did like, you know, the greatest players at the position. Mm-hmm. Now we, you know, we had those players already mentioned, but now we broke it down even further to just their franchise. Right. Right. So. Yeah. It's very cool to do. Um, a little different from, like you said, last year's where we, you know, just took the best at each position. You know, you definitely, there's definitely some, uh, some crossover here, you know, cause some of the guys are just the best and that's it. Guys like Babe Ruth, Willie Mays, you know, guys like that, Ted Williams, yeah. Um, but that so, also leaves, makes you leave legends off. Like you're talking to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. You got Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, and you know Joe DiMaggio. But you know that leaves quite a bit of great outfielders the Yankees had over the years mm-hmm. not on the list because you have just some you know like the best, of the best. Yeah, you know statues that are staying there. You know you got yeah. Mount Rushmore guys who just aren't going nowhere. So mm-hmm. it's quite hard to crack and knock Babe Ruth off the Yankee list. Yeah, like, that's if you true. Can knock Babe Ruth off the Yankee outfield list, then I. I imagine, yeah, that's you are one of the greatest players who ever touched the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it makes it tough. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it was, you know, it's good to go over, and uh, it definitely filled some time while we're kind of there. Really wasn't much to talk about with baseball with the lockout, and you know there was a quite a flurry of moves prior to the lockout. There was discussion there, but uh, you know it 
it kept the, you know, baseball spirit going with us able to talk about, you know, the older guys and even closer to current guys and, and some current guys on the list. So, you know, uh, that's, this is the last episode for it. Um, you know, if, if you're just jumping in now, or if you, you're just checking the show out now, there are, there are six parts to it, six divisions. So you can go back and listen to each one and then we'll start our prediction series for the 2022 season. We're gonna start that next week and we're going to go back to every week. So you can expect, you know, um, AL East, AL West, uh, AL, I'm sorry, AL East, AL Central, AL West, in that order, and then NL, and then final predictions, and hopefully we have baseball then. Yeah, we'll have <laughs> <You> baseball. <laughs> we'll have baseball. We're going to have a meeting tomorrow, or on Thursday, I should say, uh, which is tomorrow. They're closing in on some sort of deal. Spring training is, tech, at this at this point, everyone's supposed to be there today, the 16th of February. That is delayed, um, but the season, you know, not in jeopardy yet. Just expect that our, our Roster predictions and stuff like that could change and will change. It's just that we have to go off of what we have current day, right? And maybe a little bit of some small projections we can do. Mm-hmm. They sign this guy, they sign this guy. So we'll do a little bit of that, but they, you know, we have to start our process, otherwise we won't make it on time. So yeah. um, those can change, but we'll give you an idea. We'll give you an update, and uh, we'll go from there. But the hope is we have an answer here in the next couple of days, and we'll have you know baseball back and fantasy baseball. We got a draft scheduled already, so. You know, we're, we're right around the corner from seeing a little bit of green grass and, you know, the baseball thrown around. Yeah. Um, as long as, you know, the billionaires and millionaires want the fans to watch some baseball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds sounds about right. So, so yeah, we'll see what, you know, as we've been saying throughout the offseason, we'll see what happens with the CBA. It's, uh, you know, every time they talk, they get a little closer. So, just keep them up at the table and talking and things will happen. So, so yeah, so we'll, we'll be back next week on our regular schedule for every week. We'll start our predictions. We'll theorize a little bit with some signings because it's kind of there's so many free agents still. You kind of got to theorize a little bit, and um, and we'll go from there and we'll see where the the season takes us. Yep. Uh, so with that, um, that's kind of all I had for this episode. I don't know if you want to finish with anything or if you want to just wrap it up. No, that's that's pretty much it. We're just looking forward to some answers here with the CBA and baseball, and we're going to be talking about the current day rosters and predictions and, and getting into some really some real exciting stuff in the coming weeks. All right, cool. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple podcasts as well as Google podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel, as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at real Mike Lepree. You can follow me on Instagram at Mike Lepree. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at FDubs 10. You can follow our official screwball Twitter at screwball pod. You can follow our official screwball Facebook at screwball pod. No Ian screw. And that's it from us guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.